And now, back to the exciting climax of our story. This is Legendary Outlaw Radio. Why, uh, Captain Drummond. Miss Miller. Magic Matt Allen. All right, why don't you have a seat? Hmm? Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, I come here personally to kind of smooth over any fracas about a certain matter. See, uh... Maybe you didn't know it, but uh, Don Ward is a very well-liked man in this town. He's got lots of friends here, nice family, and their money go back many, many years. Now, friends vote. Family and money votes. That's important to me and you. And if you'll think about our little problem along them lines, and you forgive me for saying it, maybe he did not deserve to be fired. I'm sorry, but he knew about I getting hit on three big machines in a row and he did nothing about it. That means either he was in on it or, forgive me for saying this, he was too dumb to see what was going on. Either way, I cannot have a man like that working here. Before we point the dirty end of the stick at old Don, uh, we better be sure we can prove them charges. Believe me, if I could prove it, he would be under arrest. Are, uh, <clears throat> are we certain that you want to... Game in control board eyeballing your record and your gangster pals like Nicky Santoro? I think you're way out of line talking to me like that. What you're saying is libelous, and you're in no position to challenge my expertise. I went way out of my way to be very helpful and courteous to that kid. He's weak, he's incompetent, he jeopardizes the whole place. There's not much more I can do for Lord, him. Lord, you pause. Got me there. Pause. <laughs> pause. I love, that. I love this line right here. I love what he says, you got me there. And then he, this, this is, this is LQ Jones at his best. Old Don is as useless as bits on a bore. <laughs> but he is my brother-in-law. And I would look on it as a personal favor if you think some more on hiring him back. I can't do that. And I appreciate the fact that he's your brother-in-law, and I do want to help you, and I like to do favors, and I know who you are, but I cannot do that. Miss Rothstein, your people never will understand the way it works out here. You're all just our guests, but you act like you're at home. Let me tell you something, partner. You ain't home. But that's where we're going to send you if it hair lips the governor. Mm. Thank you for your time. Oh, no problem. That's like a mafia kiss right there, man. LQ well, Jones, you know what? I don't do this on the show, but I want to tell you that, that performance, that performance in that movie, for me, was the highlight of that movie. My brother Matt came over to my house last night for a barbecue that I had in the valley over here, and he said, Martin, look us up on your, your laptop. I watched that whole scene. Oh, it's, I was blown away. It's just, it's the blown greatest away. of all time. How long uh, did it take you to do that scene? And of course, a little story goes with it. Yeah, I, I would hope so, LQ Jones. Okay, in the picture, I only had three scenes. I had done the, the, the two I was going home for about two weeks. And the, the AD said uh, uh, he'd like to see you. So I'm fine. I went over. And just what to do? He says, look, you, would you do me a favor? Now, yes, sir. Anything, Martin. Good. Would you rewrite the scene again? We're going to do. <laughs> I knew. Wait a minute. Man. No, 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 no. You wait a minute. I knew. I knew you had your hand in the writing of this scene. Wait, wait, did you get writing I, credits? No, no. Uh, Martin, writing credits. No, but wait. You got okay. This, this is an accolade for him because he deserves it. And I said, you know, you got to be kidding. 
you're the director. You found it. You bought it. You're making the script. I mean, the picture. You're going to make the money. You're asking me to change that. Do I really look that dumb? <laughs> And he said, no, no, listen, you'll do me a favor. I understand the people with the noses. That's no problem. Yeah. But I don't understand the West. Would you write it for me? With that, hell yes. So I came back and I rewrote it. I did three rewrites on it, three different versions. Went back, handed them to him. He looked at it, took the first and threw the other two away. And that's what we shot. And... This is an accolade for Martin Scorsese because that is a huge man that will say to somebody else, rewrite my work. Yeah. And yeah. then to shoot it the way you rewrote I knew. it. I okay. knew. That was a Scorsese film? I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Down boy. Down mark. And he's, he is a, he's, you, you love, you start, uh, I watched him, I began, because he doesn't watch, doesn't stand by the camera and look. He's over at the monitor. Mm. And you can watch him. He looked like a cross between James Cagney and Raoul Walsh because he's, he's oh, he had to funny. jump up to hit me in the kneecap. What, he's, appla he's applauding? What? He's applauding, he's <laughs> jumping, he's jumping, dancing to, all around. That's great. Oh. And so after a while, awesome. you start watching, and when he starts to slow down, you try to think of something that'll make him dance again. <laughs> I love, uh, see, I love but that's the way he directs. He never says no or don't. Mac, I knew beyond a shadow of a stinking doubt that well, you had your hand in writing that because it was too perfect. It was something that only you would say. It was perfection. <laughs> well, something you may not know. Do you realize that is a true story? No. Didn't you know that? The man that I was representing actually lived. He was too powerful for him to kill. And he lived another couple of years after we did the picture. Uh, but what you saw is a true story. Yeah. And uh, um, I, I knew it was based on true events. I mean, the movie yeah. itself. But, but the guy who, who was a, a city councilman or a county councilman, yeah. because all of the permits for the gambling places had to go through me. And, and, by, and by the way, uh, the courtroom scene was awesome, where they took Robert De Niro down. They wouldn't even listen to his case. And I need to like, rewatch this. It was all, it was all yeah. over, man. It was all over. I need well, to rewatch this. The guy that was, his, that was his attorney, yeah. Oscar somebody. The, the mayor of uh, Vegas. Was the mayor of Vegas when this happened. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, and they put, and he put him in the movie. Right. Oscar, and he's back Oscar. again. He would sit and tell us the things that happened. He'd get to a point and then he'd stop and we keep pushing him trying to he said i may look dumb but i'm not <laughs> yeah it's yeah. know when to shut up it's and oscar goodman yeah oscar goodman, oscar goodman. Yeah. yeah hey matt what an honor i mean honestly to to have a martin scorsese can you write this? Can you? Can you? I mean, to, 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 That's why I say it was an accolade for oh Martin. Oh my not God! For me. Yeah, but it also shows wow. you that Martin Scorsese ain't a dumb guy. Right. You know, he yeah. he knew the dialogue was wrong. It didn't work. Right. And he knew the guy to go to the great L.Q. Jones Absolutely. because he was that guy in that cowboy hat. What and an that, honor, bro! That brusquery-looking wow. dude, and you just knew with it. And it's that country southern friendliness where at any point he would rip your freaking head off, and you felt that. Tension. And that's what you had to get out there. It was just what the true story was. Because uh, I met the guy, and they, that's the way he is. It really, you, you met the guy you portrayed. Yeah. That's pretty damn He awesome. was so powerful that he could relax and, and have a good time. He didn't have to work. 
Uh, how, how was it with it? Was De Niro a good guy to you? De Niro and I got along great. He's, uh, uh, he is more dedicated. He's, how do I say, more sober in his approach. Uh, and we started to get at each other's throats right at the beginning. And then he backed off. And then when we came back and he realized what had happened with the script, he was all for it. Plus, you're, you're talking about in the body of the movie, not personally. You weren't at each other's throats personally. Oh yeah. Oh, you were. No, 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 no. At no. those, as as workers. Yes, in that it scene. Wasn't working for in him. that scene, he was over the top, is what That's you're saying. Right. Yeah. And if I and we we the way Martin would work, he would take you into a set. He would take cameraman, uh, AD, uh, gaffer, and and sound, and he'd say, "Show me." And you do what you thought he might like. And then when you, you say, fine, light it. And then it'd be three or four hours and you'd do it. But he never would. You, If you went to him and said, can I be black when I do this scene? He would not say no. But he'd think about it and he'd say, listen, what would happen? And he would outline what would happen if you played it black. And you would decide, oh, that's wrong. And he'd say, well, okay, then whatever you think. He'd give you right. a shot. He'd give right. you a shot. So he saw to it that he got all what he wanted you to, or wanted mm. done. And, and then you started doing, you would, like I say, you'd watch him, see what he was, was doing. And if he started to calm down, you'd change things. Hey, OQ Jones, after the, after, after the movie Casino, did that, did that although you, you've been in a gazillion films and TV shows prior to that, did that change your life? Were you were you all of a sudden uh, a, a superstar uh, overnight 30 years later? Uh, no, sir. No, sir, it did not. I was not. I never got to be a huge star, which I wanted two things. I wanted to be a huge star so I could pick my my shots yeah. for everything I wanted to do. And I wanted to be in every picture ever made. <laughs> so, that's not a bad judgment. Oh, by the way, he's, he's almost achieved that. <laughs> but but it's, it's a physical impossibility. Uh, so, yeah, but the I was very lucky. Uh, I've got friends that are really talented that can't get arrested. But after about, my problem was it was too easy for me. I didn't have to work. You didn't have to work to, to act. Ernie Borgnine worked at it for 20 years yeah. before he got a decent part. Yeah. My first one was co-starring. Pretty, pretty heavy. I've yeah. been very lucky since then. Uh, I have a modicum of talent and uh, people in me work. And It just so happens you're, you're a natural guy. It seems to me, L.Q. Jones, you are who you are, and that comes across, and you don't have to act, right? You're not acting. No, that's not true. Ah. I see it, because the thing that I worked at the hardest for me was realizing, like, I was walking the other day, and a guy ran over and shook my hand and said, thank you very much. Well, what's what, He runs the Western Channel. And he says, I have you on at least two times every day. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so if you don't have to work and you give these, you get these parts, you're tempted not to work. And so I said, I can't do that. If I'm going to work this much, 
I must be different. Because if, if you're too different, you're out of luck. Yeah. John Lupton was so different, had a tough time making a living because he was so good. Yeah. How about Sam Elliott? Were you buddies with Sam? Sam oh, Sam and I. Isn't Sam a great good old boy? He, that's what I look love at Sam him, as. Love him. Yeah. He, he did uh, the, the last picture they wanted me, that Scorsese wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the High Low Country. Sam's one of those actors that kind of remind me of your style. That kind of that, he's perfect at it. Good old boy. Just yeah, yeah just. And, a, but he is he is good. Uh, right. But uh, how about old Clint Eastwood? You keep in touch with do you, Mark. You Clint probably I love. You probably don't know that uh, this man was in Hang 'Em High. L.Q. Jones and Hang 'Em High. I've watched all Clint's movies. I, well, I well, have to rewatch. It's been a I while, did, man. I was a regular on uh, Rawhide. Yeah. For like <laughs> two or three years. Wow. Yeah. We, Clint is a superb human being. Yeah. Can't direct worth a nickel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Wait. Did you wait? Did L.Q. Jones on Outlaw Radio? Hey, somebody slate the time on that. Can't direct. Can't direct his way out of a paper bag. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm sort of editorializing he is here. A, he's. I just don't like what he does. He's. He's a really good director. Oh, hold on. I gotta, hold on. I gotta, let's slow down. So, what is it about his directorial style that doesn't agree with you? I mean, with all the accolades this man has received. It doesn't, it's not that. Yeah? Because I understand the background. He learned to direct from um, Sergio? I'm sorry? Sergio. Sergio Mendez oh, and no, Brazil uh, 57. From director. No, no, no. Uh, Don Siegel. Yeah, of course. That was he, the first guy. Right. He learned to, to act from Don. And when I watch it, it's exactly what Don Siegel would do. Truly. So what you're saying is he's a copycat. Without being, he, he's not aware of what he's doing. Uh, he, the first picture he directed. Play Misty. Was gorgeous, but but it was they wouldn't let him direct that film without Don Siegel right there with him, helping him. Yeah, right. Uh, but so he learned. And to me, I'm watching Don, and I adored Don. I did like five things with Don. Uh, superb actor. That I rode till hell wouldn't have it because I learned to play ping pong from a state champion, and I was pretty good. And I rode Don Siegel. He finally got tired of it. He says, what are you doing for lunch? Come with me. We went over to a place we no longer have here where you could hit the baseball. Uh, there's Right. Hold on a second. We got to get back to this story. We'll take a quick break. LQ Jones, we'll get back to Don Sigel and the batting cage in seconds at Outlaw Radio. Live from an 1876 Virginia City, Nevada style bar, this is Magic Matt Allen, Outlaw Radio. 